Welcome to the Henderson County Performing Arts Center, or as we say, HICPAC, Radio Hour. Since you can't come see us right now, we're bringing HICPAC to you on KLVQ 94.5 FM and 1410 AM. And here's a bit of hopeful news. We tentatively plan to reopen the theater on February 25th with the play Dearly Beloved. Tonight you'll enjoy an original Hickpack play written by Steve Leach entitled The Girl of Your Dreams, starring Mark Roberts as Fred, Maria Ogburn as Madame Karina, Declan Phelan as the trucker, the waiter, and Tommy, the flirty nightclub customer, Amy Hickman as Annie, Kara Davis as Julie, narrated by John Wilson and directed by Steve Leach. This production was recorded live with safe social distancing at the Henderson County Performing Arts Center. Tonight's performance is brought to you by the Siler Veterinary Clinic and special thanks to Taylor Honey for his production assistance. Remember, you can stream this as well as all our radio plays on the HickPack podcast right after this broadcast. Just search HickPack or Henderson County Performing Arts Center wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the girl of your dreams. It just doesn't seem like Thanksgiving to Fred Talmadge. Oh, he has things to be thankful for. He's in a rut at his insurance company job, but at least he has a job. He could be eating less apple pie and more apples, but he's probably a little bit fitter than your average 45-year-old. He's never gotten too far away from his hometown, Green Valley, but there are lots of worse places to spend your time than in Green Valley. So what's the problem? Well, Fred has never been very lucky in love, and the curse continues. The third time's a charm, they always say, but Fred's third attempt to find marital harmony has just ended before it began, the week before the big date, and now Fred's got no one to spend Thanksgiving holiday with. So, he's been wandering the nearby empty Green Valley streets all afternoon. Fred Talmadge has always been a pretty down-to-earth sort of fellow, but now he's found himself ascending a little second-floor walk-up he's just passed a thousand times before but never entered. He now stands before the door of Madame Karina, fortune teller, unable to bring himself to turn the doorknob. What am I thinking? It's Thanksgiving. That's no time to see a dang fortune teller, like any time ever is. I shouldn't have listened to Aunt Peggy. Who'd have ever thought that my dear old auntie consulted someone named Madame Karina about where to go on vacation or what to plant in the garden? You seem so unhappy, Fred, she told me on the phone this morning. I know just who you need to see, she said. Right. Me. Fred Talmadge getting advice from someone named Madame Karina? I can't do it. You can come in. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to bite you. Oh, gosh, you can hear what I said? I didn't have to hear you. I knew you were out there, and I knew you were about to chicken out. Now, stop the dawdling. Open the door and come in. I really didn't think you'd be open on Thanksgiving. Are you serious? In the country I come from, there's no Thanksgiving. There's nothing to be thankful for. I am here and ready to help you. Now, close the door, please, and come sit down. Uh, I'm Fred Talmadge. Sit, sit! Not over there. Here, close by me, where I can get the full 
sense of you, where I can better seize your aura. Oh, and what an aura you have. An aura? I have an aura? Of course, everyone has an aura. Oh, really? And yours reveals much, much pain. Really? I can see it. I can smell it. Well, that's probably the English leather. No, it is definitely pain. Pain? Pain. And that's why you've come to me, is it not, Fred Talmadge? Because of this terrible pain? Well, I don't know if it's all that terrible. I really didn't want to come here. It's not really my thing. But my Aunt Peggy, I guess you know my Aunt Peggy. Well, she told me I should... Stop talking, please! I was just trying to explain. Shh! I need to concentrate. Give me your hand. Do what? Your hand! Give me your hand! Oh, okay. Oh, yes! I can feel it very strongly. What? Oh, yes! What? What? Oh, no. Oh, no? Let me see your hand. It's right there. No, open it up so that I can look at the palm of your hand. Oh, right, because that's what you fortune tellers do. Only one of the many things we fortune tellers do, Fred Talmadge, but one of the best. <laughs> hmm, now let me see. <laughs> Please stop that senseless laughing. Well, it tickled a little bit. I am tracing your lines. My lines? Yes, your lines. It is very important to examine them closely. Let me see. Strong mount of Saturn. Lots of activity in Mars. You seem to be quite healthy. I guess so. Except that I'm a little bigger around the middle than I ought to be. And every so often, I get this little pain in my... Enough! You are healthy. Can't complain. Then stop complaining. You have a good job, yes? Well, it's kind of boring. But you make decent money. Not bad. But it has been a while since I got a raise. Again, this the complaining. Sorry. Hmm, your lifeline... What about my lifeline? It is short. Short? Are you trying to tell me I'm going to die young? Too late for that. I'm not that old. Your lifeline is short. But that does not mean you will not live a long life. Phew. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I cannot tell. Now, look at this right here. Where? This line here. Ow! Sorry, what I am seeing is a lot of turmoil in one particular area of your life. Your love life. How is your love life? It sucks. Yes, it is atrocious. I can tell. And it always has been. Please, tell me as little about that. You want me to tell you? Yes, talk. Okay, well, I married my high school sweetheart, Sheila, right after graduation. We had a decent place to live. We had a kid, a beautiful little daughter named Julie. Everything was just great. 
Julie. Hmm. What an interesting name. And then, kaput. Yes. How did you know? Oh, yeah. So we went our separate ways. Well, I stayed where I was. She went the separate way. Took off with their other high school sweetheart, who I didn't even know about. Took our daughter with them and moved to South Dakota. South Dakota? That's awful. And then, a couple years later, I fell for a guy I met at the office, Tina. But I played it cooler that time. We went out for over a year before I proposed. We had a nice wedding. She moved in with me, and we stayed together almost 20 years. 20 years? That's not so bad. But it was bad, yes? Yes, it was pretty dang bad. We just never could see eye to eye. I wasn't happy, but I was the true blue husband all those years. And then I found out... Tina was not so true blue. No, she was not. Say, you do know what you're doing, don't you? Of course. Go on. One Sunday, when the office was closed, I had to go and get some files, and I walked in on them. Tina and my boss, up against the file cabinet. I got out of there quick. I couldn't even get my files. Tina moved out. I got a promotion. And then you moped like a wretched dog over this terrible Tina. I did, until I found Gloria. We were perfect for each other. We were both so happy, always together. I know where this is going. We made plans to get married. You just never learn, do you? Hey, she wanted to marry me as much as I wanted to marry her. So, what happened? You're the fortune teller. You tell me. You were dumped again for another man. Wrong. She became a nun. I was close. She told me just three days ago. What's wrong with me, Madam Karina? I'm not so bad, am I? You are not so horribly bad. You just make bad choices. Now, let me see your other hand. Hmm. I see it. See what? I have never seen anything so clear. What? What? This I can tell you with no doubt at all, Fred Talmadge. Tonight, you will meet the girl of your dreams. The girl of my dreams? Yes. Tonight? Yes. Yeah, sure. Thanksgiving evening, I'm going to meet my dream girl. Believe it will happen. Our session is finished. Okay, whatever. So long. Wait! Yeah? Fifty bucks. (laughs) Right. Fifty bucks. I'll be on my way. Gotta find that girl of my dreams. Believe it! In the past 56 years, Hickpack has had many angels. The folks who help us out when we've been in need. 
We used to put our wishes on our lobby Christmas tree, and folks would grab a wish and make it come true when they came to see the Christmas show. But this year, there won't be 100 or even 50 bright-eyed youngsters excited enough to burst as a show comes to life amid sets, lights, and holiday costume. Not this year. Our wish this season is to keep this little Athens theater alive, and you can be one of our angels. We are struggling to stay alive until we can come back with wonderful plays and programs, but we can't do it without your help. We can't do it without you. Please be a Hickpack Angel this year. It's totally tax deductible. Send to Hickpack P.O. Box 102, Athens 75751, or donate at hickpack.org. And we will ring a bell for you as you get your wings for being one of our dearest angels. The Siler Veterinary Clinic, located at 2007 South Palestine Street in Athens, is proud to serve Athens, Palestine, Cedar Creek Lake area, Murchison, and surrounding areas. They're dedicated to providing the highest level of veterinary medicine, along with friendly, compassionate service. They believe in treating their patients as their own pets. Highly trained, experienced animal lovers who are devoted to giving their patients the best possible care. Call them at 903-675-5401. Fred Talmadge couldn't wait to get away from Madame Karina's place. It was a trap. He just knew it. And Madame Karina was just looking for poor saps like him to do a number on, taking their money in exchange for some made-up mumbo-jumbo. He'd never gone in for that fortune-telling stuff, and he was starting to wonder why his sweet old Aunt Peggy squandered her money on it. She swore by Madame Karina's powers, but they only worked because she wanted them to work. Fred felt he'd been a fool to follow his aunt's advice. He walked back to his car, got in, and drove aimlessly, wondering where in the world a lonely guy could go on Thanksgiving. He passed by his standby, Earl's Diner, and saw they were open. He realized he hadn't eaten a thing all day since breakfast, and here it was, six o'clock, on a day he usually stuffed himself. So he pulled into Earl's lot, but just as he was about to turn off the car, he heard this on the radio. And partly cloudy into the evening. And now here's an oldie we haven't played in a long time. Special request for a song you may remember. Tonight you will meet the girl of your dreams. Tonight you will meet the girl of your dreams. This night it is meant to be. There all along. How weird. I'd completely forgotten that song. I haven't heard it since my mom used to sing along with it. Strange. But no, it's just a dumb coincidence. Madame Karina and her crazy prediction had nothing to do with it. I'm going to go in, eat something, and then go home. No, Madame Karina. No, dream girl. It's all a bunch of hooey. Fred, surprised to see you today. Want the Thanksgiving dinner special? Hey, Annie. No, I think it would just depress me to eat a Thanksgiving dinner special by myself at Earl's. No offense. None taken. Believe me, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have to be. I'll just have the usual. 
Good choice. The special's pretty lame. A couple dried out pieces of turkey that look like bleach spam and a glob of dressing and a glob of instant mashed potatoes all drowned in a gooey gravy like your mama'd never make. Not if she loved you. <laughs> okay, then definitely just my boring old usual order. Patty melt burnt. Well done. Right. Almost burnt. Got it. Order up, Tanya! More coffee for you, darling? Eh, maybe a tad. I'll be up the rest of the night, but that's good, I guess. Since I have many miles to go yet. But I don't want to be up for the rest of the week. Where are you driving to? Got a load of appliances going up to Duluth. Boy, after all that way, you gotta be in Duluth. Eh, done it many times. Say, that peach pie sure looks good. I'll have a slice of that. Good choice, hon. So, Annie, what's going on at Earl's this fine holiday evening? Nothing at all, Fred. Usual deadbeats. Yourself not included. <clears throat> oh, and not including our trucker friend here. Too bad you have to work on Thanksgiving. Well, Earl was shorthanded, plus my boys both had other plans with their girlfriends. Couldn't they bring them over to spend time with their mom? I didn't want them over. They're all at such an annoying age. They've been making me so mad lately. It's probably best I don't see them today. Wouldn't be too acceptable to cuss out your children on Thanksgiving. Probably not. I love them just for now. I love them more from a distance. So, any beautiful, available women spending their holiday evening at Earl's? Well, there's... Barbara over there in the corner, she's available, but... I can see from here why she's available. But maybe she has a nice personality? <laughs> she's meaner in a feral hog in heat. And you, well, you're beautiful. Ain't you sweet. But not available. Order up! Patty melt! Well done! Worth the wait! Here you go, Fred. Extra well done patty melt. Here's some ketchup for your fries. Thanks, Annie. You still okay over there, hun? That pie all right? Tasty. Thanks. So, Fred, what are you doing asking about available women anyway? Ain't you about to tie the knot again? I was, yes. But then... Oh, you poor thing. What happened? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. That hussy leave you hanging? Well... If she did, she's a fool. She's missing out on quite a catch. Me? Ha! You're a good fellow, Fred. I could always tell. A good fellow wouldn't get left by so many women. Two wives, and now Gloria's dumped me before we even say I do. Hey, join the club. I've had more than my share of bad relationships with sorry men. Good riddance to all of them. They didn't deserve you, Annie. Why, thank you. I mean it. They should have appreciated what they had. You deserve better. Yeah, I do. I should have latched onto a good man like you instead of always going for the dangerous types. Maybe I've been going for the wrong types myself. Ma'am, can I get my check, please? Yes, sir. I'll get you right over here at the register. There's your change. Thanks. You be safe out on the road. You wouldn't want to come along and help keep me safe now, would you? Who'd be keeping me safe? <laughs> that guy's probably a dangerous type. Seemed okay to me. Take my word for it. Tonight you'll meet 
The girl of your dreams. Why are you singing that? What? You were just singing that song. Sorry, I'm not much of a singer, but I didn't think it was that bad. No, you're not. It's not that. I was just wondering, why were you singing that song? I, I don't know. It just popped into my head. It happens all the time while I'm doing something. The song will just come into my head, and I don't even know I'm singing it. But that song, Tonight You'll Meet the Girl of Your Dreams, it's freaky. Freaky? I always thought it was kind of corny in a romantic way. Yeah, corny and romantic and very strange. Say, Annie? Yeah? What do you really think of me? What do you mean? Well, I mean, the stuff you were saying earlier about how you thought I might have been a better choice than your usual dangerous types. Yeah, I really meant that. You've had a run of bad luck, but you're a great guy and you'll find your perfect match one day. Yes, I think that's true. I think Madam Karina was on to something after all. Madam who? Annie, do you believe in signs? Well... I sure do believe in that clothes sign out front that I'm about to turn on here in another ten minutes. What are you doing when you get off? Me? Nothing in particular. Why? Will you go out with me? Out? On a date? That's kind of unexpected. Is that a yes? Well, I've been working all afternoon. I'd have to change. That's no problem. We'll work it out. Uh, okay then. It's a yes. Wonderful. Here's a ten for my meal. You barely ate any of it. I'll wait for you outside. Tonight you'll meet the girl of your dreams. Dr. Sue Ellen Seiler has been practicing veterinary medicine at the Seiler Clinic at 2007 South Palestine Street in Athens since June 1990. The clinic was built by her dad, who retired in 1991. In 2012, a separate grooming and boarding facility was constructed to provide a more peaceful hospital work environment. The Seiler Clinic offers a variety of services for your pet. For more information, call 903-675-5401. Fred Talmadge's heart had a little spring in its beat as he sat in his car outside Annie's duplex. He'd followed her there from Earl's, and on the way he spotted a nightclub, the Flying Owl Lounge, that appeared to be open for business this holiday evening. It seemed right. Everything seemed right on this wonderfully unexpected night. I hate to admit it, but Madame Karina was right. I've met the girl of my dreams, and of all people, it's Annie, someone who's been right there in front of me all along. Why did it take a visit to a fortune teller to see what's so obvious? She's pretty, smart, has a sense of humor. I'd always seen her just as a waitress, not even as a friend. But my eyes are open now, all because of Madame Karina. She really does know her stuff after all. And there comes Annie. 
She looks fantastic now that she's out of the waitress getup. Annie hopped into Fred's car, and he drove to the Flying Owl, where the two of them found themselves at a booth, joined by other Green Valley citizens spending their Thanksgiving in a non-traditional fashion. It's kind of dark in here. Not much of a Thanksgiving setting. Hope it's okay. Oh, it's fine. Anywhere just to get out of Earl's. I don't think I've ever been in this club on a Thanksgiving before. I imagine I've passed this place a thousand times, but this is my first time inside. Evening, folks. My name is Walt, and I'll be... Oh, hey, Annie! Ha <laughs> ha, Walt! Seven and seven? You got it. And for the gentleman? Uh, could I just get a gin and tonic? Yes, sir. I'll get those drinks for you. Good to see you again, Annie. Oh, and Frank was in earlier looking for you. Says he'll swing by later. Well, I guess you've been here before. Yeah, not that often, really. Walt's a good guy. And Frank? Just a friend. He has lunch at Earl's now and then. Ah, okay, Annie. I'm so glad you agreed to go out with me. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's not something I usually would do. I mean, asking a woman out. I haven't been on a date in ages. Since I was in school. So why'd you ask me out? My sparkling eyes hypnotize you? My bubbly personality make you all defenseless? <laughs> Maybe so. It's because you got stood up by that floozy, ain't it? She's not really a floozy. But no, it isn't that. Things just didn't work out with her. Believe me, I had no intention of finding a replacement. I came to the conclusion I'd had enough of women for a while. Hate to tell you, but I'm a woman. At least, last time I checked. Oh, I know. You're a woman, all right. Okay, folks, here we go. Seven and seven for the lady. Thanks, Walt. And a gin and tonic for the gentleman. Thanks. Would you like to start a tab? Sure. Here's my card. Got it. I'll be back around to check on you. <laughs> Especially you, Annie. What did he mean by that? No idea. <laughs> So anyway, what made you ask me out tonight, of all nights? It just seemed like the right thing to do. The way I handle a patty melt is pretty darn sexy. Not to mention the way you top off my coffee. <laughs> so that made me absolutely irresistible, huh? <laughs> I didn't have a chance. Annie? Yes, Fred? You remember when I asked you back at Earl's if you believed in signs? Yeah. And you started singing that song? Song? Oh, yeah, what was it? I don't even remember. You know, tonight you will meet... The girl of your dreams. That's the one. Oh, so you think maybe I'm the girl of your dreams? Well, yes, I think so. Boy, I, I don't know what to make of that. Sorry if that sounds a little sudden. No, no, it's it's very sweet. I'm flattered. Annie, I thought that was you. Hello, Tommy. Didn't figure on seeing you here tonight, but it's good seeing you here. Always mighty good seeing you anywhere. Mighty good seeing you too, Tommy. See you again soon. Could be. Alrighty, bye. Okay, now who was he? Tommy, he's just a friend. Another friend? Seemed like he's maybe a close friend. Oh, Fred, you're not jealous, are you? Just seem like people, guys, know you here. Like you come here a lot. Not that much, really. Really? 
Just now and then, you know, after I get off work, I, I just make friends easy. Okay. No, you are jealous. That's so cute. You know, I liked your looks first time I ever saw you come into Earl's. Really? Of course, you were with your wife at the time. Must have been my first wife, Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. Whatever happened there, y'all didn't seem all that unhappy. For a long time, we weren't too unhappy. And then... Right, she dumped you. But before too long, you started coming in with that other woman. My second wife, Tina. I thought we were happy too. And then dump city again. Dump city again. You poor thing. Maybe you should have quit bringing your wives to Earl's Diner. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said before, you were too good for him anyway. Thanks, Annie. Too good for me, too. Oh, no, that's not true. You're a really special lady. Oh, a lady. Well, you are. And I'm glad you agreed to go out with me. Seven and seven for you, Annie. Oh, good. I was just wanting another. How'd you know? It's from that fellow over there. Where? Oh, Ralph. Well, tell Ralph he shouldn't have. Yeah, tell Ralph he shouldn't have. Another for you, sir? No, I've barely started on this one. Okay. So? So what? So who is Ralph? Oh, Ralph's nobody. Just somebody I kind of know. Another somebody you kind of know? Frank? Tommy? Walt the waiter? Wow, they seem to be everywhere. We probably should have gone to a different place. Why would you want to do that? This place seems like your second home. Seems like you know every guy in here. Oh, relax, would you? Those other guys are clowns. They don't mean nothing to me. I'm with you tonight, handsome, so let's just have fun. You and me. I wanted to have fun, and I thought we would. I really did. But I don't know. It seems like you get around. What do you mean by that? Get around? I don't know. I didn't mean anything. You did. You think I get around with every man in the flying owl? Don't you? You think I play the field? You think I'm a loose woman? No, I don't think that. You're not, are you? Okay, that's it. This was a lousy idea. I'm just gonna go now. It's been real. No, wait. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just a little wound up, jumping to conclusions. I can let it go. No, I don't think you can, Fred. But anyway, thanks for asking me out. Sorry it was a bust. I'll see you around. I can at least drive you home. Don't worry about it. I can get Tommy to take me. Oh, don't forget Ralph. He bought you a drink. See you, Fred. And sorry I'm not your dream girl. Wait, maybe we can start all over. Ah, heck. Let her go. I am such a fool. What was I thinking? How could it have seemed so right and turned out so wrong? That crazy Madame Karina really reeled me in. What a fool I was. As Fred sat alone at the table staring at his unfinished gin and tonic and wondering how to make a quick exit from the flying owl. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're having a good holiday time out there. It may not seem much like Thanksgiving at the Flying Owl, but I do see a few turkeys out there. <laughs> Just kidding. But a few of you fellas could use some better dressing. <laughs> kidding again. I'm going to do a few tunes for you, mostly oldies, but a few from the 90s, the 1890s. I'm going to start with one you may not have thought of lately, but that I'm sure most of you will remember. It's an old hit called Tonight You'll Meet the girl of your dreams. Mm -hmm. 
Tonight you will be the girl of your dreams. This night it is meant to be. There all along you just didn't see. What? This can't be happening. It's crazy. It's like Madame Karina's taunting me. She's taken over this singer's brain, making him torment me. I'm getting out of here. Mr. Talmadge, Fred Talmadge. Yeah, that's me. You left your credit card. Oh, stupid me. Thanks. I'm not thinking straight. Not a problem. Am I paid up? Yes, Mr. Talmadge. Good night. Yeah, good night. Fred's at the front door of the Flying Owl, about to make his escape from this nightmare, when he hears another voice. It's the nightclub hostess. Fred Talmadge? Yes, I left my credit card. I wasn't thinking. You're Fred Talmadge? Yes, I'm Fred Talmadge. Don't you recognize me? No, should I? Wait. Wait. Julie? My baby girl? Dad? My daddy? Julie? Oh, Julie, I can't believe it. I didn't even know you were in Green Valley. I just moved back. I didn't even know if you were still alive. I'm glad you are. Me too. And they embraced as if they'd never let go. They went back to Fred's house and prepared a Thanksgiving feast for two. And as far as we know, they haven't let go since. Join us next time for the Hickpack Radio Show. And remember, all our radio plays are available on the Hickpack Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, good night.